We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. I have two teenagers and I mean, oh my goodness, they just keep me so busy and, you know, between work and, you know, trying to, trying to cook and, you know, they've got baseball and basketball and, you know, oh, schoolwork and projects and, you know, you're just running all the time. You know, I feel like an Uber driver, except for I don't get paid. So, <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm running everywhere. Welcome to Rama for Today. Denise Hagen Burns continues her teaching on living in continual peace. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Denise Hagen Burns for today's message. And so I want us to turn to Psalms 34. And we're going to look at verse 14. So then I always like to go to, you know, just different translations. Sometimes it just sheds a different light on a verse. So in the NIV, uh, it says, turn from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. Once again, you know, seek and pursue. Those two words stood out to me. So here's what it said to me. Peace is continual peace, living in a daily lifestyle of peace. It's not a passive thing. It's not something that we just sit back and like, okay, I'm just going to be in peace. But rather, it's active. We have an active part in it. And I began to see that peace, living in that continual peace, had more to do with me then it really had to do with the Lord giving it to me. Then I needed to seek it. I needed to pursue it. I needed to work for it. You know, I'm kind of like an English nerd. Like I love the English language. I love to write papers. I love to look at parts of speech. I know it's a little weird, but um, I looked up seek and pursue. And let me take you back to like middle school English Those two words are not nouns, but they're verbs, okay? Seek and pursue, they're verbs. They require action, all right? So what does pursue mean? Pursue means seek to attain, especially over a long period of time. So when we're pursuing peace, We're seeking it over a long period of time. It's a lifelong process. You know, it kind of reminds me, anybody ever play hide and seek when you were younger? Right? I used to love that game. My brother and I used to play it. And he would never let me be the hider. I always had to be the seeker. Okay? It was so rude. Um, Because he thought... You know, he's older than I am. And so he thought it was really funny to, you know, hide in really obscure places. And I would be going around and trying to find him and find him. And many times I I could not find him because he would go hide in scary places like the attic. Like what little girl wants to go up in the scary, dark attic? Like I'm not doing it. And so then I would start crying because I couldn't find him and he thought that was hilarious. So he always made me be the seeker. Okay, but you know, when you, when you played hide and seek, 
You know, as a kid, you had to work to find what was hidden. You had to seek it out. You had to run around. You had to look, you know, under things, open cabinets, you know, go up in scary attic, you know, because there's a lot of places to hide, right? In our house, there was a ton of places to hide. And the thing is, peace can be hidden because life hides it. Just our everyday life. Even when you're not having some traumatic situation or maybe, you know, a a, a death or, or something that's really traumatic in your life. Do you know that everyday life can just hide your peace? You know, just busyness. You know, just, I mean, I have two teenagers and I mean, oh my goodness, they just keep me so busy and, you know, between work and, you know, trying to, trying to cook and, you know, they've got baseball and basketball and, you know, oh, schoolwork and projects and, you know, you're just running all the time. You know, I feel like an Uber driver, except for I don't get paid. So... (laughs) Um, you know, I'm, I'm running everywhere and, you know, I'm always like, Hey, I got to leave a few minutes early or, you know, Hey, I'm going to show up a few minutes late. And in the midst of all that running, where's our peace? It just totally buries it and hides it because we don't even have room to breathe. You know, what about fear and anxiety? I mean, you just look at the news And oh my goodness, sometimes I honestly, I I can't even look at the news because just the amount of fear and anxiety that produces, it just hides my peace. I just can't find it, you know, because then I start thinking about all the things that could go wrong and what if it did and what if this happened and what if this happened and pretty soon the peace is just all hidden. And so I think that that's why in the scriptures, it says we have to seek it because it can easily be hidden in our everyday life. And we have to pursue it as a lifelong process. It never, never stops. We can never just be like, oh, I found it. It's mine. We have to continually pursue it day after day after day. Let's look at another scripture on peace. Uh, Over in Colossians 3, verse 15. I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. It says, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your heart. Now, if you have to let something rule, that means that there could be more than one choice, right? Amen. So it's a choice to let the peace of God be in your heart. You can let fear, you can let anxiety, you can let sadness, you can let busyness, you can let you know, strife and, and anger, all of that rule in your heart. Or you can choose on a daily basis to let the peace of God rule in your heart. Let that be supreme. Let that 
uh, be how you answer each situation, each thought. You know, it, sometimes it's an every moment choice. Sometimes every step you take, you know, it's not just a daily choice, but it might be an hourly choice or an every five minute choice, depending on what you are going through. Over in Proverbs 12, verse 20, I'm going to read from the NIV. It says, those who promote peace have joy. Those who promote peace have joy. Okay? Promote. I think about, you know, a work situation, right? You know, we always are working to be promoted, you know, in our jobs. We want to be, you know, get that next promotion and that next job. And so we're always... In, in our work life, you know, we're, we're working and we're striving and we're talking about our job and we're talking to our boss and we're coming up with ideas and we're constantly promoting ourselves to get to that next level, right? It's the same thing with peace. The more that you promote it in your life, the more that you let it rise up and have first place, then it will cause you to have joy. Did you ever wonder, you know, that scripture over there in James, the, you know, James, it's not a very popular book of the Bible. Like whoever really just wants to sit down and is like, oh, I'm going to read the book of James. That's so awesome. If, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go read the book of James and it will be very clear to you. Okay. But there's this verse and it always just kind of like gets on my nerves, just to be honest. Um, over in James 1, 2, it says, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Like, I'm like, seriously, God? Really? Okay. Oh, it's such a joy that all these problems are coming my way. Like, are you kidding me? You know, it just kind of gets on my nerves. And I'm like, you know, nobody has joy. That's not your first response when you have a problem. That's not natural. That's not human to be like, yay, this is so exciting. I've got the biggest problem I've ever faced. How awesome. It's a great day. Okay. We're not like that. But... How that you make this happen, how that you still have joy in a bad situation comes from having peace that promotes the joy. Because when you're in peace about a difficult situation, when you're walking in continual peace, when problems and situations and bad stuff happens to you and you're in peace about that and continually letting the peace of God rule in your heart, you absolutely are able to have joy. But really within the scriptures, and if you really study it out, I don't have time to go into it, but do a little study over it. Many times when the scriptures are talking about peace, Joy is also mentioned at the same time. It's almost like they're, you know, synonymous with each other, peace and joy. All right. So you have to choose in the middle of the worst circumstances to let that peace rule. And it's not easy. It is so not easy because here's the deal. You know what? 
I can just guarantee you 100% in life that bad things are gonna happen, okay? Bad things happen two times in your life. Bad things happen when you're in the will of God and bad things happen when you're out of the will of God. Bad things just happen, okay? Now, that may not be really popular to say, but it's true. And how do I know it's true? I didn't say it. I don't want bad things to happen to me or to any of y'all, okay? But Jesus is the one who said it. So if you don't like it, blame Jesus. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Now, let's join our special guest hosts, Craig Hagen and Denise Hagen-Burns. And then we have a special product offer for you guys this month. In fact, we actually have a product by all of us in the family. Um, first, first off, we have a book entitled It's Your Time to Shine, which is our mom's book. You know, you can say it's your season to shine. And then we have my CD um, titled it's, it's, This is Only a Test. And then your CD entitled Living into Continual Peace. And then Dad's CD series, actually, three CDs, Ages, stages, and generations. I, I believe that every person of any age sh- should hear that message. It's a wonderful message. And all these products that retail for $40.95, but this month, $22.95, you're going to save $18 on the product. So, so a great deal. So, um, you know, just write us, call us, or send an email and, and um, order this month's product. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Denise Hagen Burns on living in continual peace. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.